Spring Training Coverage, presented by Kona Big Wave. D-Back Spring Training, live from Salt River Fields at Talking Stick. Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports 98.7 and the Arizona Sports app. We are live from Salt River Fields here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Arizona Diamondbacks lost earlier today to the Texas Rangers in Cactus League action. It's always a pleasure to be out here because we get to go face-to-face with a lot of the Diamondbacks players. And our next guest, somebody who joined us at least once last year. There might have been a second time, too, if I remember right. I'm talking about lefty reliever Andrew Saul Frank, who joins us face-to-face, person-to-person. Good to see you. Good to finally, you know, make the connection face-to-face. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here and pleasure to put put a face with the names, like you said. Yeah. What a remarkable season for you. I mean, do you pinch yourself afterwards? I mean, you started in, what, double-A Amarillo? Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're you're, you're September, you're, you're pitching big games and then you're pitching in the playoffs i mean from double a to pitching in the world series what was that like yeah it's funny you mentioned that i was actually talking about that today with a couple of the guys just last year was a dream uh a dream come true um to start there i think you know obviously it's your goal to make it up by the end of the year but for it to actually happen and you know to kind of happen how it did i think was pretty pretty incredible and just as a baseball player and as a fan of the game i think like you said, just you, you just sit there and you pinch yourself. You get the season's yeah. over, you're like it's almost like a blur, right? Yeah, like I, it I, didn't I, happen. I still don't think it's it's really hit me. Um, the kind of what happened last year. So, so what guy, what guys were you talking to? Like younger guys that are trying to make the club, or guys that were already here? Yeah, I, a little bit of both. Today specifically was uh, Austin Pope. Shout out Austin. Um, <laughs> came up with me. We we played a lot together, kind of coming up through the system, and and his shots coming. Uh, so it's cool for him to you know watch watch him progress and to you know. Just to be able to share the memories kind of with him today, I think I was just like speaking out loud almost and, you know, and kind of realizing what happened last year. And it, you just get kind of caught up in the moment sometimes. And it's like, man, like I, I was telling him today, I, I still get nervous for, for spring training games, but the World Series honestly felt a little less stressful than I think right now, which is kind of crazy to say. Oh, but uh, I got to know how. Uh, how? How is, how is this, you know, pitching in front of... Uh, couple thousand, people. couple thousand yeah. people. You know how? How is? The, please tell me how that's more stressful for you than pitching in the World Series. I think right now I feel like I'm more or less pitching for for a spot on the okay. team. Yeah, and I think last year just obviously you're on the roster for the series, right? So you're not necessarily worried about pitching for a spot. Just going out there and, and worried about the job at hand, and, and you know getting the outs. And I think at in the World Series it was so focused on just like going and, and getting your job done that there was really no time to think. Um, and I think now there's all sorts of time to think, you know. And so I think maybe that's why I get get a little nervous. Uh, I've always said that nerves are good. And if you're not getting nervous, you know, it's probably a little concerning, which, you know, now that I mentioned the World Series thing, it's like, well, maybe. But I think adrenaline just took over. And you hear about a lot about guys, like, blacking out uh, in the moment. And I think that's what it was. I think that's why it still hasn't really hit me what kind of happened yeah, yeah. During, during the playoffs. Is I think it just was all such a blur. Uh, just like I said, living the dream, and you know, with the guys that we had to to welcome me in, and uh, after Philly, after uh, you know, I struggled against Philly. It was cool because Seawald was in the in the hot tubs with me, and I was trying to hide from everybody. And he's like, "Hey, man, like we're gonna need you, you know, moving forward." And 
and ultimately who's right. Uh, you know, we ended up winning that series. And but you guys won that game against the one struggle you had against Philly. You guys won that game. <laughs> the three struggles I had against Philly. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's tough. I, I'm harder on myself than anyone else is, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, but but we have a great group of guys that went out there and picked me up, and you know, just trying to be ready to pick the other guys up when that time comes. Well, to. When was there a Andrew Saul Frank joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show? Was there a moment where the confidence switch flipped? And you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be a I, I am a part of this. I am an important part of this because you were a very important piece of the equation for most of the October run. Was there a moment regular season or during the postseason where you kind of the confidence switch flipped on and you're like, yeah, I belong. I've got a spot here at all of this. Yeah, you, you guys must have been listening to our conversation the bullpen today. Yeah, um, we've got it bugged. I think my, my debut is like the most nerve-wracking I've probably really ever been uh, in my life in baseball. Uh, and then after that, I think that like kind of you're, you're talking about the moment of like I belong, I think, was against Chicago. I don't remember the situation. Just another blackout event, right? Um, don't really remember the situation, but I just remember like coming out of the bullpen and it's like the lights hit you. And, and that was the first time I was really like, man, the lights really are brighter. Um, and so that was super cool just as a kid, you know, kind of coming up through the – the ranks of baseball to you know be able to experience that and like actually like have a, a moment where it's like wow this is you know this is awesome uh, and then I went out there and I don't remember what the situation was got out of it um, and I, I just <laughs> you don't well, remember the situation yeah no, <laughs> you no, pitched no. in ten games in the regular season you <laughs> yeah. should remember every one of them like I, I should yeah you but, should right it's not like you pitched in forty games <laughs> yeah I think just coming off the field and it's just like. You just you're out of the game and everything comes. You know you finally come back down yeah, to earth and it's yeah. like that just happened. You know and I think that was the first moment for me where I was really like I, you know I feel like I belong here. You know you got some some dudes out. You know between the first couple outings and I think it's big. I think that's a big point in everyone's career. You're always going to hit that point and then I think from then on forward, you know you feel a little bit more comfortable. I mean you were in New York against the Mets. You were in New York against the Yankees. You pitched in ten regular season. You didn't give up a run. Like, when you got to the end of the season, you're like, yeah, my ERA is 0.00. I mean, it had to be something pretty special. Like, oh, my God, I just got this opportunity, and I took full advantage of it. I pitched in 10 games. I didn't give up one single run. Yeah. No, I, I should have given up more than zero. But you but, didn't. Yeah, I know. I, you know, you got Thompson and Ginkle and all those guys behind you. Yeah. You kind of bailed me out a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the baseball card, it says zero. It's just a pretty cool feeling. Again, like, as a kid, I, I kind of view everything, like, as a kid and and stuff like that. So, you know, pretty pretty unreal situation that, you know, I went through and super fortunate. Did you feel at any point in the season with, you know, Chapin obviously struggling, Mantiply being injured, they move on from Chapin. You're looking at the lefty situation when you're in the minors. Are you looking at it and saying, I might be able to get an opportunity here this year? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just, as a minor league guy, I think you just do everything you can to put yourself in a position to be that next guy, right? Like, there's so many things that go in on the back end of, of baseball and the politics of everything and get on the 40-man and all that stuff. It's it's so difficult, and, you know, I actually was told some things, and it's like, all right, like, I'm, I feel like I'm close, you know, and just kind of waiting for that one situation to come up and... Fortunately for me, it did, and you know, super, you know, the biggest blessing of my life, right? You know, to get that opportunity and just try to make, try to make the most of it and, and run with it and just put my best foot forward. Uh, Andrew Saul Frank, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. I do remember from the first time we had you on, and you probably know where I'm going with this. Are you still 
the the the, the middle of the game snack remind me <laughs> remind us what that because I, I I was trying to look through my notes to find it and I couldn't find it so I'm just going to ask you 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 had some unusual middle of the game snack routine do you still have it what was it have you altered it go Rice Krispies and Red Bull that's that's the key that's right, it, there. right yeah. there um okay. every game last year every single game i ate the same thing before every single game a little peanut butter and jelly and banana sandwich the first couple series paul was like dude you know you're in the big leagues now right and like i'm sitting there making my own sandwich and i don't know for me it's not necessarily superstition just i'm super sensitive stomach you know and know what works for me uh, i felt good out there peanut, so peanut so butter stop jelly banana yep yeah and then in the middle of the game a rice crispy rice, rice, rice crispy treat yep. and red bull yep I think it was Rice Krispie in the third, Red Bull in the fifth. And then once I got up, you had to alter it a little bit, you know? And that doesn't bother your stomach? Just, <laughs> here you describe he it bothers your stomach. Yeah, no I know, but, like, man, that just sounds like a, like those Rice Krispies are going to be popping in there yeah. when you throw the Red Bull I, in there. I think I just them. ate so many and drank so many Red Bulls <laughs> that my, maybe I just became acclimated to, you know, putting that in. But it works. So I can't can't argue with And you'll it always much. have it. That's that's always yeah, going to be yeah, your team. Routine. provided, which is sick. It doesn't have, doesn't have to come out of the, the bank <laughs> account. Bring, on my you bring a container of, of peanut butter to work every day. That's true. I do. I, I do. you got or a peanut butter with a yet. spoon right out right, of the right jar. Just, yeah, you're, like, you're just it, like me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's when Gambo stresses me out. I go right to the peanut butter sure. and I just there you go. Oh uh, yeah, it's what gets me through. Uh, let me uh, strikeout ground ball guy. That that's your forte. Strikeout yep. ground. What are you what are you working on? What are you trying to do? You know, major league hitters adjust. They've got film on you. They know you now. They didn't last year. How do you get ahead of them? What can you change in your routine? Yeah, I think yeah, last year, throughout the year even, you can see teams adjust in, in such a short amount of time. Really? Um, for me, it was just like getting ahead and, and filling up the zone. Um, towards the end of the year, like teams started just kind of waiting me out, waiting me out. Phillies did it the, the best out of anybody. Just kind of let me dig my own grave a little bit. Um, so for this year, going into spring, I think the key, uh, amongst everybody, we're on the same page, which is cool. Uh, just fill up the zone, you know, and, and, you know, make them beat me versus beating myself. And there's been a couple pitches in the last couple outings today. I, you know, 0-2 breaking ball, just left it over the plate, hit off the wall. And then the other day, I think it was 2-2 breaking ball over the plate, hit it out. So, Okay, but 0-2, you've got some you, – you could maneuver there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't today, need to throw yeah. anything over Today the was a bad pitch. Yeah, I mean, the other day it wasn't, you know, the worst pitch, but could definitely be better. So, for me, it's like – try and get in the zone because I know I'm always capable of getting back out of the zone. So it's just a matter of, you know, making sure that I can, you know, cl claim the zone as mine early on and then kind of go off from there. Yeah. Good stuff, Andrew. We appreciate the conversation. Nice to meet you face-to-face -face yeah. after the conversations on the phone. We appreciate you yeah. coming by for a few. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Andrew Salfrank, our guest here on the Burns and Gamble Show. And good luck with the rest of the spring and how everything goes. Yeah, we, yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it.